right now. Today is the day that you Right now. Today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher Podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash the Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 127 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, I hope you enjoy the show. Please consider subscribing. And most of all, give the Ranting Weight Watcher a five-star rating with whatever app you're using to listen to it. And consider spreading the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast to whom anyone you know that is in the same position that we are all in. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's get into this! Journey Updates. We are up 6.4 pounds this week. Man, that sucks. Now, for the month of February, I am up 6.2 pounds total. Total loss since January 2019 is 148.6 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to the 175-pound milestone is 26.4 pounds. Total pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone is 51.4 pounds. Now, my consistency update, week 12 was a success. So that's great. Wonderful. Now, that makes four success weeks in a row. And let me just tell you something. It felt so good to write the word success after the week I had last week. With all of the crap that went on with my skin issues and everything else, It felt really good to put a success next to that consistency goal. I don't like having feelings whatsoever. This may sound weird to you. I don't like feeling good or bad about anything I do. Work is work, and that's all there is to it. I'm not saying I don't want anybody to celebrate when they accomplish something. I'm saying that I want to stay even-keeled no matter what. And I can't help but say I feel good about putting the word success down for week 12. But at the same time, I feel like it's a sign that, to be honest, it it feels like a, a sign that I'm not disciplined enough because I'm still having those feelings. Now, 
I don't need a bunch of emails telling me I shouldn't feel this way. I'm not looking for correction. This is just how my mind works. That's all there is to that. I'm not beating myself up for it. I'm not saying, oh, what are you doing, you stupid idiot? You shouldn't be uh, feeling good about this. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying it felt good, and I don't like that it felt good. That's all. Simple as that. For week 13 through 17. So I want to do another four weeks here, right? I want, as long as I can get a success every week for the next four weeks, I will then, for week 18, consider making a change and adding maybe an additional something, something additionally. I'm not sure. But the, as long as I can have six, four more weeks of success, week 18 will come with a change, I think. But if I don't have an, another four weeks straight of success, I will postpone that change. This is just how I have done everything. I get to a point where I say, okay, now I want it to be, as long as it stays perfect for this many weeks, I will implement the next change. If it doesn't, no big deal. We postpone the change. That's the way it works. So from 13 to 17, if I have a success every week, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17, week 18, I'm probably going to implement a change. Now, what that change is, I haven't decided yet. Technically, I have a bunch of weeks to decide. But I want to know that I can do it every week for the next four weeks without a problem. If I could do that, I can move on. I wanted to talk about this today. About a week ago, I was in a workshop. I'm not going to say names because I don't exactly have permission to tell this story, so I'm not going to use anyone's name. But there was someone in the workshop. And this person starts to tell their story. She was on WW before and she found success, lost over 60 pounds. She went off the rails and she gained the overwhelming of that majority of that weight back. Since then, she's been stressing out. She has been failing to take, to get back to that number over and over and over again. Ever since. All she keeps doing is consuming herself with where she was. And you know, when I see people in this state, and even myself, when I was when I would have these issues in the past, I would equate this with drowning. In my mind, she's drowning. She's saying stuff like, I'm so overwhelmed with everything, I have to... I, I think I just have to get rid of everything and only concentrate on one thing at a time here. I'm so overwhelmed. So she was ready to get, not pay attention to anything, not the scale, not anything, and only do tracking. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. What I'm saying is the source of her stress was not everything else. It wasn't even everything at the same time. That's what I'm saying. She was so stressed out. And she, when, as she's telling the story, it's like I started to feel stressed out. 
And I said, Jesus, the way she's telling the story, she's making me stressed out. So then I had to, you know, give my two cents. So I, I thought that her story had some merit to it. And there has to be, this story is definitely relatable for sure. There's got to be many people out there going through this same problem right now. So this message is going out to them today. Now, I want to I do a little exercise. I, I would love it if you have the opportunity to just sit and relax and do this exercise, okay? I heard this. This is not my idea. So I'm, I'm taking this and I'm turning it into an exercise. I heard this as a, a quote somewhere. I don't even know who said it. But I'm turning that quote into an exercise. Wherever you are, if you can close your eyes for a minute. Take a deep breath. Exhale. I want you to think of one word. One word. I don't care that it's negative. I don't care that it's positive. I just care that it's the truth. Whatever it is, Negative, positive, I just want truth right now. One word that will describe your journey at this moment, where you're at right now. I want one word. I don't care again. I don't care if it's negative. I'm not looking for positive only. I want the truth. What you truly feel. A word deep within your heart that will describe how you feel about your journey right now, right in this moment. If you need to, write it down. As you read this word, and you're thinking of this word, I want you to answer this question about the word. Does this word make you feel angry or stressed? Does this word make you feel scared or anxious? Does this word make you feel at peace? One of those questions or one of those things is going to apply. Does this word make you feel angry or stressed? Does it make you feel scared or anxious? Or do you feel at peace? Whether it's good or bad is irrelevant. Whether it's negative or positive is irrelevant. I just want to know what your heart feels right now about your journey. Angry or stressed? Scared or anxious? Or at peace. If the word makes you feel angry or stressed, this quote said, if you feel angry or stressed, it's because you're living in the past. 
if you feel scared or anxious, it's because you're living in the future. If you feel at peace, it's because you're living in the present. Which one of those things does this word do for your journey? Are you scared or anxious? Are you angry or stressed? Are you at peace? Are you living in the past? Are you living in the future? Or are you living in the present? My message today is going to the people that are living in the past. If you are living in the past today, if you are looking back and you are saying, I used to be here and I can't get back there and it's just getting me all crazy and stressed out and I, I don't, I'm not sure what I need to do to make this correction right now. I'm just so overwhelmed with everything. If this is you right now, you are who I'm talking to today. I'm going to go to break right now. But while, I, while you're listening to the break, I want you to think back to the moment that you believe everything went wrong. I'll be right back. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day. It is about what I do, not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. 
I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot. Because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And now it's time for random facts you didn't know you needed to know with the Ranting Weight Watcher. Today's random facts is six health facts you probably didn't know. Number one, dine in more, pig out less. Research on the eating habits of more than 1,200 folks concluded that those who are who ate out, whether at full-service restaurants or fast food joints, consumed more than 200 additional calories a day, plus more salt, sugar, and saturated fat. Number two, reduce stroke risk. Eat a diet rich in potassium, 3,200 milligrams a day, and your stroke risk drops 12%. Number three, menopausal bone health. A new study finds that women who experience hot flashes at night and night sweats during menopause tend to have higher rates of hip fracture than women who have no symptoms. However, the postmenopausal women face a greater risk of developing osteoporosis, and a condition which bones become weaker and are more likely to break. Women who have hot flashes and want to protect their bones may benefit from healthy lifestyle habits such as exercising and getting enough calcium and vitamin D and avoid smoking and alcohol. Number four, mouth off to cancer. Your dentist can do a lot more than check for cavities. He or she can check for cancerous lesions. In fact, a recent study found that general practitioners believe they are less adept at per performing oral cancer exams than the dentist. So at your next checkup, ask your dentist to look for unusual bumps, patches, or swelling. Number five, walking inspiration. If you want to get creative juices flowing, take a stroll. A recent Stanford study reported that walking improved people's creativity uh, output by an average of 60%. Number six, mom was right. When she admonished us to sit up straight, subjects found subjects who did so were in better mood and a higher self-esteem than their slumped over counterparts. Researchers theorize that the sitting upright triggers the body's anatomic, autonomic nervous system 
to increase blood flow, making you feel more confident and alert. Well, that is all I have for today. If you want to contribute to the random facts segment of the show, just send an email to the ranting weight watcher at gmail.com and just in the subject line, put random facts and I'll know that I won't be able to read this email until it's time to record it. I do this because I'm trying to work harder at reading aloud. I'm not really good at it and I want to get better at it. And it's a fe- been a fear of mine since childhood. So if you want to help with that, send an email to the show, put random facts in the subject line so I know not to open it. Again, the email, therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. Now, no more delays. Let's get back to the show. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me beginning of the show, I told you a story about someone that was in one of the workshops I attended last week. And then I took you through an exercise. And I asked you at the end of that exercise to think of what you think. If you could think back to the moment where everything started to go wrong and what you think that moment might be. Now, I have dealt with this many times. The not being where I was and look, I went to 400 pounds twice in my life. So I know what it is to lose a bunch of weight and then gain a bunch of weight back and then be obsessed with trying to lose it again only to continue gaining. I've told that story many times. I don't need to give you those details again. But I know the mental status during this time. I know everything that the mind goes through because I know what I went through. In the creed, there's a line. And that line goes... When I think I know it all, I'll start back at one. I believe the true moment when everything starts to go wrong is the same moment for all of us. Because any of us who has found any semblance of success, I don't care the amount of weight, doesn't really matter, okay? If you... It's, it's more about how successful you feel than anything else, okay? Someone who lost, who needs to lose 300 pounds is not going to feel as successful losing 20 pounds as somebody who needs to lose 40 pounds and loses 20. Understand? It's just different. So the amount of weight I'm not concerned about. I'm concerned about the moment that you feel successful. That's what I'm concerned about here. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. The true moment we go off course is the moment 
that our success starts to compromise our behavior. And that happens long before the scale starts telling you the effects of that behavior. The distance between when the scale will reflect your behavior change to when it actually the behavior change actually happened is astronomically different. It's not immediate. It is so, it's like, okay, there's this saying that if you threw a frog into boiling water, the frog would immediately jump out, right? But if you put the frog in the pot and the water was nice and warm and you slowly made it warmer and warmer and warmer to the point that it became boiling, the frog would never realize it was being cooked to death. The heat gradually came higher, higher, and higher. And because it was so gradual, the frog doesn't notice. And before you know it, the frog is boiling and dead. Okay? The same goes with your rise upward. We get to this point where success makes us feel like we got it all figured out. And then the simplest of things start getting cut back on. Look, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm not condemning you of anything. I'm telling you I'm just as guilty of this as you. I'm just putting words to it. I'm seeing the situation for what it is and I'm putting words to it. Now, whether or not you've done that, whether or not you're doing that right now is irrelevant, to me at least. I'm not here to accuse anyone. I'm telling you that the moment when our journeys go off course is the moment that our success allows us to feel like we can cut corners. Our success is so good, all of a sudden, we think we have it all figured out. And we think we can get away with, yeah, that looks like a cup of rice in my plate, instead of grabbing the measuring cup and measuring a cup of rice. That moment where we're looking at the palm of our hand and you're looking at a piece of chicken breast or steak or whatever, And you're saying, yeah, that's about six ounces because we don't feel like taking the scale out or you never bought a scale. This is what I'm talking about. This is the moment I'm talking about. Or when you're so successful that you go and you have a a bad night out and you just want to forget that night ever happened so you don't track any of it. It's not as if that night doesn't exist in your body because that night does exist in your body. And not tracking what you did that night only is a disservice to you when it comes time because eventually all of these behavior changes that we think are okay because we created so much success in our life, eventually those behaviors catch up to us.
and that's where that saying that line comes from. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. What does one mean? In that line, what do you think one means? When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. What do you think that means? I'll tell you what I wrote it to mean. Start back at one means day one. The very first day you walked into a studio, the very first day you signed up online, whatever that is. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Day one. What was your attitude on day one? How did you do things on day one? Because if they are conflicting, what you're doing now, that's where you went off course. That's why you're dealing with what you're dealing with right now. That's why you can't get back to where you were. Because your mentality is not the same as it was back at one. Your behavior in how you deal with your journey is not the same as it was back at one. And your enthusiasm toward your own health and wellness is not the same as it was back at one. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. There's a reason for this line in the creed. I've done it, I can't tell you how many times. And the worst one of them all was when I went from 460 to 277 back to 403. It took me 15 years to make the correction. 2004, 460 pounds. 2005, 277 pounds. 2019, 403 pounds. When you think you know it all, Start back at one. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. I lived it. I lived it, and if I could stop any one of you from living the same thing, I will. The moment your behavior from this current moment does not match day one, your behavior is compromised. Now, I'm not talking about if it's in a good way. If your behavior is better than it was on day one, I'm not talking to you. But if your behavior isn't the same, if it's worse than day one, If you've slacked off on the core principles that make your health plan what it is, 
and you know you used to follow those core principles on day one, then you are the example at that moment. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one. Because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. So am I talking to you today? Are you feeling angry and stressed out? Are you living in the past? Because at some point, you're looking back at and you're not at that number that you used to be at. Here's the problem with what you're doing. The problem is that number now, every day you're not back at that number, you feel like a failure. Every time you step on that scale and you're not back at that number or you're not going toward that number, you feel like a failure. So here's what needs to happen. You need to forget that number. You need to forget where you were because it no longer matters. You're not there. And now the only thing that matters is that number is causing your problem. And it's about thinking of solutions, not problems. And so if you're gonna think about the solution, the real solution is to go even further back, even further back, because when you think you know it all, you start back at one. Why do you start back at one? Because your attitude was different. Your mindset was different. Your hunger was different. Everything was different. That first day you walked into Weight Watchers, that studio day, and you had this whole aura, this whole mindset, this whole hunger to be healthy. That's the day. That's what I need you to get back to. If you can get yourself back to that mindset, back to that day one attitude, the number that you're thinking of, the number that's causing you all the problems, it will return to you tenfold. But you need to get back to the beginning, back to basics, back to the start of it all, the beginning of your story. You need to get back to the hunger you used to have. And until you get back there, nothing's gonna change. It doesn't matter where you were. It matters where you're going. And as long as that number is a failure point, and as long as you think yourself a failure every single time you think about that number, it's useless to you. Absolutely useless. It is time to get back to day one mindset, day one attitude, day one hunger. Everything that brought you the success of the number you're thinking of is there at day one. And it's time to get back there. No more nonsense, no more bullshit. Get yourself to work. Day one attitude, day one mindset, and day one hunger. Right now, right this minute, today. No more nonsense. It's time to get moving. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.